You're listening to The Food Talk Show. Hi there, my name is AJ Sharp and I'm your host today. And for the next 30 minutes, we're going to be talking all things food and drink. And again this week, I'm joined by the host founder and original host, uh, Susie Warren-Smith, who for our sins is back with us in the studio today. And this week we're talking about potatoes. You weren't really happy, were you? Like, I am happy. You weren't? It's like, oh God, it's taken over. We may have gone over on time because <laughs> you got chatty. But apart from that, it was awesome. supposed to do. <laughs> supposed to do. Um, yeah, so it was a bit weird not doing it for a while. Yeah, well, no, you I'm were lying now. on a beach, weren't now. you, in Southeast Asia? Yeah, yeah, but I'm fine. I can do it now. Do you I listen reckon. to it and then go, oh, AJ, that was a terrible question. No. <laughs> oh, cheers. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> so this week, potatoes. I love potatoes. I love them all. I love boiled potatoes, sautéed, mashed, chipped, all of them. Dauphinoise. Jacket potato. Jacket potato. You can't beat it. So I heard this you? really good saying, it, 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 the saying, you know, with potatoes, it's just like the other vegetables aren't trying. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're not, are they? They're not. No. I do love a potato. I love potatoes. I think I must be Irish. Oh, maybe. Um, so you love potatoes. What's your favourite type of potato? What, my favourite what? Favourite type of potato. Well, it depends what you're doing. Have you ever been to the... Um, Potato shop, uh, <laughs> imaginatively called. Um, it's um, in Kent somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, I have actually. They've got amazing potatoes, and they're like purple potatoes. That even when you cut them, they're purple in the middle. Make oh, fantastic purple. It's like red desire or something. No, I can't remember. What oh, it's I called. can't remember. Um, so yeah, lots of different sorts of potatoes. I mean, there's so many varieties, and of course, when you go into a supermarket, it's just Mary's Piper and King Edward and. Jersey Royals, which now don't taste like Jersey Royals used to taste. But um, yeah, there's, there's a whole number that are fantastic. I agree. Now, we don't really know what we're talking about, do we? Luckily, we've got some experts in the, in the show potatoes. today. I've got do you grow, I grow garden, some as well. I couldn't tell you what they are, though. You're not. <laughs> no. um, so today in the studio, we've got John Chater from uh, Doug Drinks. And we've got Nat Cooper from Simply Roasted Chris. Welcome, guys. Well, thanks for inviting us. Now, you might say, AJ... Why have we got a bloke on about drinks when we're talking about potatoes? Is it vodka? No. Oh. What? <laughs> Are there other drinks you could make from potato? Apparently so. I'm so excited. Mm. Okay, so start. should we start with John then? John, tell us about Doug Drinks. Absolutely. Um, so we're a Swedish business uh, founded back in 2017. And one of our co-founders is a, a professor at the University of Lund. Lund's kind of like Oxbridge in Sweden. And uh, she's uber clever. She's done a huge amount of work on uh, potato proteins and, and was constantly coming up with ideas. She was involved in about 15, 16 years ago in developing um, the Weight Watchers sausage, which was what? revolutionary at the time <laughs> because it, it replaced the fats with, with olive oil. It's very good when you go in a pub. It, what well, do you do? Well, exactly. Producing the Weight Watchers sausage, right? Yes. <laughs> Useless facts are very handy, trust me. And and that was just, that was that was like front page news back in the day because it meant people who were on a diet could actually put sausage in a, in, in a Weight Watchers, uh, uh, you know, counting calories. But 
she, she'd come up with this idea of where she can get the starches and the oils, not, not to bind because they won't, but they'll hold. And what it meant is that you could give products, vegetable products, a, a creamy sort of feel to them, mm. uh, which is really quite unique. And, and she'd had this in, in, the, in the lab for a while and they'd been knocking it around with a number of things. And then it was like, well, cream, milk dairy well why don't we do milk why don't we develop into milk and potato milk we've had various iterations and here we are yeah so we've got three products in the range there's an original which has got a bit of added sugar in it and then there's unsweetened as it as you would expect and then barista which is designed to work in hot drinks and coffees and and it foams up really really well and and that foam holds which you won't necessarily get with some plant-based products and yeah it's 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 been a journey um, especially when I first met them and they said what they were going to do with potatoes and you were sort of like, Potato right, you know, that's 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 quite something. And then you start looking at it and you think, well, you know, you look at the sustainability argument behind it, you know, half the land use of oats, 95% use of less use of yeah. water compared to almonds. Yeah. And then you look at it from the food waste, you know, potatoes are one of the most wasted food products uh, in, in the UK. And so, you know, from a sustainability perspective, a, a, a food waste perspective, and it's allergen free, mm. you know, it, it just ticks Completely. so many boxes. So, so obviously we know that, that you know, um, lactose intolerance is, is a bit of an issue. So um, I, I guess in a way it helps because people are now used to milk alternatives. Yeah. If you introduced that straight away, <laughs> nobody would have had any milk. Ten no. years ago, we'd have um, been like, a, I'd, I'd, you what? <laughs> it, would be, it would be... Garlic dark. and bread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been on Oxford Street with a little banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a weirdo. Um, but, but now I can understand that, that actually coming into that market with that already... That yeah, people are ready for it. ...established, it's like, oh, OK, well, I might try that. And we know potatoes um, grow really well in the UK, which is, again, one of the things that people are now really looking at when yeah. they're looking What's, at different things yeah. to buy. Oh, cool. So are you going to have a taste, AJ? You're the well, I, I will in a minute. I'd, I'd just like to um, introduce Nat Cooper first. Can you tell us a little bit about Simply Roasted Crisps? Yeah, sure. Um, so slightly different from potato-based milk. <laughs> um, more of a traditional format in potato crisps. Uh, so the company in itself has been launched into market in January last year. So just a year and a half um, that's been going. However, the unique tech behind it has actually been developed over a 10-year period. The original idea was really trying to take a product that seemed to be very kind of indulgent and fatty, which mm. is the traditional fried crisp. Oh, even so though lovely. Absolutely delicious. I'm a, I'm a fan. Um, and seeing whether or not there's a way that they could cook it to make it a lot healthier. Um, so we have figured out a way to kind of give you the taste and the texture and the crunch that's traditionally associated with that potato fried crisp. But due to the fact it's roasted, it's 50% less fat, 25% less salt and uh, a lot lower in calorie. But so it's still- a healthy crisp? Healthier. I, Healthier. I, I, I feel okay. like crisps should never like be that. deemed to be healthy products in, in, in general. Um, but as a as a snack alongside uh, a healthy diet, we're just trying to find the healthier alternative um, within the category. And I think what's quite unique about them is a lot of the kind of better for you crisps within the category were all an alternative to a potato. So if you wanted to pick a healthier option, you had to pick like a lentil or a chickpea yeah. puff or something super extruded and therefore maybe overprocessed. Yeah. This is still real slices of potato, but just due to the fact that it's roasted, not fried, it means we can tick the box on all those nutritional credentials whilst also being um, allergen allergen free as a factory and as a range as well. So and I love it. I th- yeah, and I think what's important here, AJ, don't you, is that it's about innovation. Well, this is what I was going to say, is about 10 years ago, I went to um, 
the, the food and drink conference and you were speaking at it. Oh, was I? Yeah, and you were doing future trends in food and drink and you said food tech is going to be the biggest thing that's going to rise and we're going to see it more and more. And then about two, three months ago, I met Nat and we were at the um, Future Food Service Conference run by Bread and Jam, which is all challenger brands right at the, you know, the top of their game. And Nat was talking about this incredible technology. And you were like, we don't necessarily have a founder story in the same way. We have a technology story. And I went, oh, you were right, Susie. (laughs) It's happened. But the thing is, people think of technology when you talk about food as being some sort of scientific thing and therefore... It's not natural. I think what I don't uh, don't understand is that that you use the science base, you know, of, of the content of, of natural products and try and look at how you can do it. It's easy. It's very easy to make a crisp that's that's less fat, but it might taste horrible yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't smell right and the mouthfeel's not right and and then and then the shelf life's not right. So getting all those things right in all those proportions is really hard mm. because you might crack one, but then it affects something else on the other hand. And it's, it's a big technological story that you have to, to go through in order yeah. to make it happen. I mean, I think when we were actually looking at the... So I joined it when it was um, in the concept stage. So purely they had the tech of what they knew that they can achieve with the potato, but there was no brand, there was no flavours. The positioning within the category hadn't yet been established. And when we were actually looking at the options that consumers have got within this space at the moment, other than the kind of, um, you know, sort of grab-and-go traditional mm-hmm. bigger players and that if you look on one side you've got the uh, premium fried guys but if if you if you look at what all of them are offering the consumer it's extremely similar so a lot of it is premium british hand-cooked potato yeah. crisps i don't like them they're all so similar as they're well very i mean similar. how, how would you tell they're the just difference really fatty. i mean i just want yeah. somebody to do me walkers Really? <laughs> no. Love Hopefully, my least favourite crisp in the <laughs> oh, world. Oh God, they're like they're, they're just that's the crisp you want. No, it's not. It no. is. No, you're wrong. It is. <laughs> my husband eats two packets of crisps a day. Does he? Well, before, I do like your husband. Before but dinner, I'm not sure about Walker's crisps. Before dinner, I felt like we need to get your husband as a consumer. <laughs> yeah, you really help the bottom do. line. Yeah. <laughs> certainly would. Two packets a day. Before dinner. I he's love got, it. He's got a cholesterol reading of three. I really want to hit him. It's just so bad. <laughs> and he's slim as well. Makes me sick. Not fair, is it? So I want to taste these because he has to move off the walkers because I'm not sure about his heart. I'll send you some. Don't worry. <laughs> these, these are definitely the Well, okay. Forward, so so for me, it's, it's the taste test because actually I find the, the premium ones too oily. They're oily. You get greasy very, fingers, Very, very oily, you? yeah. Yeah, and I don't. And I don't not want naughty enough either. Yeah, I, exactly. If you're having a glass of wine or something, you know, whatever your drink of choice is in the evening, and you want something, it's got to be crunchy. So you're on, you're on a, a really bit high. Salty. You're on yeah, a really I'm, high I'm, bar. I'm here. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually already tasted. These. Have you? I have. So I, I'm cheating very here, important. and I love them already. Yeah. So, <laughs> so before we go back onto our potato milk, so so um, flavors. Yeah. Everybody has been channeled into salt and vinegar, cheese and onion. Yeah, ready salted. Prawn cocktail, just after. Oh. Who does prawn cocktail? Uh, that prawn is cocktail is not up there. We do. That's not up there. So, 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 you know, with that in mind, you think, right, well, we've got to do the traditional. So We'll call uh, it something posh, but basically we've got to do it traditional. Well, so when we were actually looking at the original range we were going to launch, I think any time that there's a bit of innovation within the space, if you go too alien for the consumer and start with flavours that they don't recognise and then it's a 
new thing within the category, i.e. this different kind of cooking technology. It's almost a step too far because it's not an easy decision for them to make. So uh, that paired with the fact that when we actually looked with all the sales data in the UK and even even Europe, regardless of how many flavours all of the big brands come out with, the three main selling flavours are still <laughs> and cheese and onion. So we, we knew we had to launch all of them. And then black truffle is our first flavour that's more of our, hey, we're, we're innovating within the food space. Oh, God. Right, there John, it comes. John, this it. is it. Jesus. Come on, John. Well, You're a potato man. Are you ready? I'll have to also say I'm a former employee of Walker's as well. Oh, so oh sorry. Good man. But it, it looks Sorry, like a potato. Like it's set up, isn't it? It's got a skin <laughs> it on it. It looks like a potato. Well it does. done. Yeah, but Crisp. it does. I mean, well. how many potatoes don't, um, how many crisps don't look like a potato? Good crunch. Exceptional crunch. 50% less. You can eat it's twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? It's not Walker's. It's a lot better than Walker's. Walker's dissolves before it's even got I to your tongue. I tell you what, the crunch is amazing. The crunch is, I'm going back for another one. Sorry. How did you do that then? It's magic. Okay. <laughs> it's got a good firmness. That's going to be superb with dips. Yeah, mm. it is. It is really good, actually. Mm. We were looking at pairing with a couple of sort of famous companies or um, dip mm, brands. Good idea. Picnics. We can help you with that. Yeah, yeah bingo. We had, we had Holy <laughs> Moly on the other day. Yeah, Holy oh, yeah. Moly. Like amazing avocado yeah. thingies, Perfect. whatever they're called. I'm going to eat another one. Yeah, they designed their entire business by Googling it. Every time they were like, oh, how do we do this? I don't know, mate. Google it. <laughs> Hilarious <laughs> story. Wow. <laughs> Can you talk because I'm eating? No, I'm eating too. <laughs> Can't open these. Okay, so clearly we don't like these. They're the Marmite ones, but... The black truffle. Yeah, you love them or hate them, but... No, actually, Marmite flavour, now you're talking. Oh, Marmite flavour oh, would be interesting. Oh, God. <laughs> I never, ever buy them. You don't get a six-pack. Because <laughs> oh. you eat all of them in one Get your one nose go. in there. This is the black truffle. Mm. I got really excited about the black truffle one because I saw some advert from Simply Roasted Crisp saying, we are recruiting a chief truffle officer. What? <laughs> and it, it went viral. It was everywhere, wasn't yeah. it? It was all over LinkedIn. I was like, this is awesome. Do you know what? Even though the main flavours in the UK still remain those flavours that we discussed before, the people that love truffle are diehard fans. Mm. I'm one of them. And and they, they end up going crazy for this flavour. They buy I it in bulk. Truffles. Yeah. Oh, but it's, truffle it's crisps. very dry. No. Crisp. I, love I truffle don't think crisp. truffle crisps is, you shouldn't do that. I really like it. I disagree. Yeah. We're going to disagree <laughs> a lot. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> we normally do. I just think, no, crisps need to be like basic. No, I, I think it's time to up level the crisp and to get a bit more exciting. I don't really eat crisps in the same way that I did when I was a kid and it was just in your packed lunch then you wanted you wanted that kind of comfort moment didn't you so I think there's always going to be a market for the you know ready salted doodars but if I'm having a glass of wine in the evening I want a crisp that's going to match I want a complimentary like a yeah little treat yeah a little treat I can actually give you guys an exclusive we're launching a flavor in about two weeks (gasps) brand new flavor in about two weeks time was it Marmite (laughs) you guess it no um it is Duck and hoisin. Oh. And we're launching it um, nice. initially with wasabi in Ooh. London. Oh, wasabi. Um, the lunch the lunch chain group. And then further afield from that. So there you go. You guys have got an exclusive oh, on the new, thank you newest flavour. You heard it here first, listeners. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not keen on black truffle. <laughs> well, I, li- I love truffle, actually. Particularly in pasta. Um, no. Pasta. You are posh, aren't you? Honestly. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um... No, I can see that. It, I mean, it smells amazing, doesn't it? 
I really like it. Did you say no before you tasted it? Or did you taste it and then say no? No, I tasted it and said no. <laughs> I, I think the nose came thick and Shall fast me. just around that. Can you appreciate it's still a good crisp though? It's an excellent crisp. I mean, one of the things that AJ and I do say, you know, we taste a lot of stuff. We're very honest about what we taste. But but that's, so personal preference is different from understanding when something's beautifully made and, and well done. Yeah. And particularly for you with the great taste sauce mm. and stuff like that. Um you sort of learn how to taste things, even though it might not be. Oh, yeah. I'm always amazed when I give three stars to something that I really is not a product that I like, eat or buy. Mm. But you taste it and you go, yeah, that's you know, hats off. It's exceptional yeah. for what it is. And hats. I mean, this should this, we do milk? Should we do milk? Yeah. Mm. It kind of looks like milk as well. It does look like milk. So we're now so. looking at Doug's Doug drinks. This is potato milk. Thank you. And it looks exactly like a milk. It's I've had some already, actually. I've, I've had three glasses of that. It's white and creamy looking. And I'm Now, that excited. one in particular, so this is the barista one. Correct, yes. Um, and obviously, it's dairy-free. And, you know, you've, you've explained really well, John, about the, the sustainability of it. Um, I can see that in coffee, cappuccino, all that, because it's quite creamy. It's very creamy. I wouldn't have that in my tea. Yes. It's almost got no aroma. But the the flavour there's a sort of there's a sweetness there, isn't there, on yeah. the finish? Yeah. So what we've done is we, we you look at the market, which is what your customers are buying, and then you you make your product that you're really happy with, mm. and you try and make it fit their needs. So that, that's what we, we re-engineered this last from last year's product, and we were at the London Coffee Festival uh, last month, uh, and it, which was just crazy. It was just wall to wall people going potatoes like <laughs> i've seen what? everything it's like if there are five more variants of plant-based milk the world's going to implode sort of thing and uh, no we had a we had a real good time because we, we it was last minute thing we thought should we go shouldn't we go and it's actually do you know what these guys know coffee they know plant-based milks they know dairy milks let's just get there and uh, yeah we had people and great s- feedback too oh it was it's good it, to get it, feedback. it was really good and that was it it was kind of like look you know if, the, if we think this is good enough as we think it is it should be able to stand up and it did you know we had people writing on the stand saying better than oat you know etc and yeah. yeah we had a really good time and i think and that's what we've got here i think we've got a product that that's really pretty cool and it's just about just getting it in people's hands and getting yeah it i mean I, I don't like oat milk I did this. This is too strong the flavour, and it's the same also with um, what's the other one? Coconut, well, there's, there's coconut milk. You know that that doesn't work for me. Well, there's there's oat and there's oat, isn't there? And mm. I think there's a lot of different varieties, and you find the one that you like. Well, I agree with you though. One of the things I do struggle with with a generic oat brand, oat milk brand, is that you get that almost slightly dusty, chalky yeah, flavour. I don't like it's that mouth. This does bit. not have that. This has got a very clean. It is quite lactosey. It is quite. Yeah. It, it's it's remarkably like milk, actually. Yeah, I mean, we had people say, um, "I can't have dairy." No, it's like, no, it isn't dairy. You mm. can you can you can finish mm. you can finish your coffee off. You'll be okay. So yeah, I think we've uh, there's and there's more to come as well. You know, we've got um, further things to do with, to develop it better, develop it more. Um, but That's yeah, I think it's a stop process, isn't it? Really? It is. Yeah, I mean, oats about forty percent the market. It's going to be about sixty percent. You know, oat flat white, etc. And and really, there's a, there's a market there for something else that's you know lactose free, allergen free, and and. Yeah, you know, we like to think we're it. It's the humble, it's the humble potato. Yes, as you said but, earlier but on, most people will give things a try. I, I mean, you know, mm. they'll try it, yeah. and if it doesn't suit them, they won't buy it again. Exa- but but exactly. if you can get them to just try it once. But I think on a sustainability basis, we know that a lot of people switch to plant-based alternatives yeah. because of environmental concerns. And if this is proven because the potatoes are grown really locally or around the factory, this is proven to be 
one of maybe the most sustainable milk out there, then I yeah. think that could I think that's that's hugely intoxicating. I think I think yeah. that's enough to to change consumer behaviour. So why not? Yeah. So this is the barista one, which I can get with me cappuccino. Correct. Um. So but I drink tea all day long. The original is the one that you think you'd like. So, but, uh, but so if you, if you're, can I have that? Does it, does it, we'll get we'll get you some of that. Not as creamy as this one. It's not as creamy as that. She's after free samples again. I'm not after free samples. <laughs> 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 I'm go. I love my tea. Uh, I drink tea all day long. Um, uh, and, you know, well, you know, I never have water in the studio, do I? No, you just have a cup tea. of tea. Um, it's palate cleansing, apparently. So I am really, I'm really interested in, in, in seeing if that will work, because yeah. for me, it's, it's more sustainable. Mm. And we have, we have an unsweetened version as well. So if you're more unsweetened, you can use that. And what's interesting is, as as that's a one litre carton, so it's a, it's a consumer pack, as you'd say in the trade. Yeah. We, we actually have a food ingredients business. So we're, we're supplying... Uh, a couple of supermarkets as as an allergen-free ingredient in their ready meals. So they've taken out coconut uh-huh. milk, they've taken out oats, which has got less of a... So because potatoes are more neutral, it adds to the... It, it makes the flavours of the milk come out. And we also work with Kirsty's, Kirsty's ready meals. Yeah. So we're oh, in yeah. with Kirsty's as well. So but you know when you're cooking like a stew or making soup, mm. you know, you'll use potato, won't you, as a thickener? Mm. Um, Absolutely. Because it has that, you know... So I can understand that being a, an ingredient. Yeah, for I sure. can see a whole range coming. That I think it sounds. I, I noticed Nat, you drank all of yours straight away. What did you think? Yeah, of it? yeah. What well, um, I might try and claim some free samples as well because I've got an espresso machine back home, so I can always. <laughs> we, we'll, there'll, be a, there'll be a pack of wings way to Norfolk <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I am an oat um, oat milk drinker. Uh, I've been vegan for five six years now so I've tried all of them and sort of stuck on that one just because it tastes the best for me in coffee but actually that was really good and I think yeah if it can foam up similarly to oat milk then on the sustainability front it would be really interesting obviously we spoke about before the 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 main interesting barrier to overcome is people going potato in my coffee absolutely (laughs) I quite like that though (laughs) but we've been putting rice in our coffee and almond and hazelnut yeah absolutely to be honest potato just seems like an obvious next step (laughs) progression doesn't it so um, it's low in fat which is which is again another another really helpful thing Um, uh, and if you open it, how long does it last in, in the fridge? So three to five days. Not it's just the same. Yeah, yeah. Milk. So it's amb- ambient stable, uh, but three to five days, like standard milk. So I don't milk. have to put it in a fridge? You can store that unopened. And then when the it's fridge. open, stick it in the fridge. Absolutely. See, that's another good one. That's really good, yeah. We're always running out of milk. We do that with oat milk because uh, half my family, we all drink oat milk. Not anymore. Not anymore. We're, we're moving over to potato. <laughs> so where can we buy that, though? Is that yeah. So it's available uh, online on our website. We're in Amazon. We're in Holland and Barrett. Um, we're due to be starting again in Ocado because obviously there was issues with Tree of Life, etc. So um, we're just slowly but surely growing it. And I think, you know, I think uh, Nat and I just had a chat earlier on and, you know, the the, the, the be-all and end-all for all SMEs used to be get a, get a supermarket listing. Mm-hmm. And, it's like, and it's, you know, you can That's actually... That's the last thing you want when, you can, you, when you're well, new. You can grow your business profitably and sustainably outside of that arena. Well, and get your logistics right and, exactly. and, and, and yeah. you know, and get learn loads. Base. Yeah. Don't learn with yeah. your first thing on a supermarket and then you get delisted. Not a great idea. No, I agree. So I think, I think it's really important. You, you just slowly make sure all those systems are working. And then you can go to the bigger boys if that's what you want to do. If you want to get shafted and make less profit, that's the way to go. (laughs) 
Uh, simply Roasted Crisps. Yes. You guys are available pretty much everywhere now, aren't you? Uh, well, we're working on it. Um, it's obviously a very competitive category against some of the biggest um, biggest multinational brands in food and drink, uh, the likes of kind of PepsiCo and mm-hmm. KP and those guys. Um, we did actually choose uh, Waitrose as one of our first supermarket listings. Into, but yeah. that's very well matched to the type of consumer, especially that would be buying the black truffle crisps. Yep, yep, um, makes sense. <laughs> uh, and, and and also the amount of stores that they've that they've got versus some of the other guys just makes it far more. It's a smaller step rather yeah, than yeah, into far, far more manage, yeah. manageable. But yeah, we're 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 really sort of trying a um, couple of different channels really um, due to the health elements of it um places like whole foods and organic obviously kind of tick the box there but actually um we were were speaking just before this but our crisps are massive within um education and within hospitals because we're one of the only brands that are available and able to be sold due to the nutritional credentials of that to, to children and to um to people uh within within hospital i mean in scotland the only products that (laughs) <laughs> students are allowed definitely not stereotypical it's actually true uh, oat cakes or our crisps oh really so you can imagine the sales of the crisps are actually quite high um, <laughs> yeah but but it is interesting because my grandchildren who are all under four um my daughters won't let them have crisps because of the salt content of fat yeah. and like, mm. well, obviously when they come around my house they have as many as they want but um but but in all seriousness be, because they, they they do feel that the salt content's a bit high for when they're very young mm. yeah um but these would be these would be perfect yeah mm. and yes. i've always bought the like you said the lentily type or the baked or the something that's got a lower salt and lower fat content for mine yeah. i've got a an eight and a nine-year-old and this is exactly this is what i'm looking for that you know, before meeting you three months ago, I didn't even know existed, and it's yeah. it's really. But exciting. if you go on your website, there's quite a lot of photographs of people carrying big boxes away. Yeah. Um, is that is that how people are? I think they 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 sort of clock onto this and then they go, oh, "I'm just going to buy a box every month or, or whatever." Yeah. So we do direct. have a yeah. So we've got our our web shop and um, Amazon. Um, people do buy buy the case for the smaller bags so if you think kids lunch boxes a lot more people working from home or my husband eating two packs a day exactly that opportunity um (laughs) and the black truffle fans just being completely obsessed and and wanting (laughs) them in in, in bulk supply all the time but i think yeah due to due to the fact that people are working from home more and the fact that when you try and when you found a small brand that you like, it's not maybe readily available within the area that yeah. you live. Actually, sometimes it's easier to just but buy crisps a case are great. Of tea, isn't I mean, it? So mm. people are used to buying boxes of crisps if they're doing stuff in bulk, aren't they? Yeah, mm. and I haven't met someone that doesn't like crisps yet, so Everybody, you know, it's a product. Um, there'd that be something wrong with them if they didn't. <laughs> let's face it, I wouldn't know. You wouldn't trust them. I wouldn't. Would you? <laughs> I know what you mean. It's like, it's like people who don't like tea or cheese. You always if somebody doesn't like what? cheese, well, obviously you're vegan. I understand that. No, but. but there's a lot of vegan cheeses out there that are very good. We had La Fomagerie on uh, oh, a couple you? of weeks back, and it, the cheeses were amazing. I know I was too. <laughs> <laughs> Susie's not going to love this, but I did, and I just I love the innovation that's going on in the category of making more and more foods plant based. I think it's it's super exciting. But not cheese. Well, all right. We'll beg to differ on that one again. I just think it's a bit like making vegan bacon. It's like, well, if you're vegan, don't have bacon things. All right. This is a long (laughs) debate. I'm not sure. Right. On that note. (laughs) Just have that. We're out of time now. Sorry, babe. (laughs) 
Thank Anybody you. who wants to address any legal letters, please address them to <laughs> Susie at the Food Talk Show. Um, thank you so much to our guests for coming in today. John Chater from Doug Drinks and I'm Nat Cooper from Simply Roasted Crisp. In fact, I'm definitely yeah. going to get both of those in my house. And thank you to Susie <laughs> Warren Smith, <laughs> the co host today. <laughs> great, aren't You've they? all been marvellous. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be featuring you guys on our Food Talk Heroes section on our website. So if anyone is listening to this, we'll make sure we upload loads of links to your website so people can find so. you. And um, yeah, you've been listening to the Food Talk Show, which is syndicated to radio stations across the UK and further afield, as well as being available on Audible, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes and the podcasting app on your phone. We're also on podcast radio. Thanks so much for coming in. Brilliant stuff. Thank Have you. a great week. Gonna meet you too. Now. Mm. Oh, shit, what?